This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. You know, I've been in this industry for a long, long time. And you know, I got my start right there in Memphis, Tennessee. So what better person than to give a little intro to the only podcast in the UK that specifically talks about Memphis wrestling. That's right. We're talking about Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Folks, sit back, grab you a cup of hot tea. Hope you enjoy it. Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Got a doggone good-looking show lined up. This is the future, baby, and Jimmy Hart's here. You're not in the same caliber as I am. Who's the greatest wrestler in the world and why am I? You're acting like a hoodlum now. Come on, quit it! Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to the studios of the old bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at the UK's number one and only Memphis wrestling related podcast, the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. I am, as always, your host, Mr. Luke Jennings. Hoping the show finds you fine and dandy. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter at MemphisCast. That will cover you for this show and the Monday Night Project. And also to follow the show, follow the network on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling. Place to be Wrestling Network, home of great shows such as Talking WCW, NWA Saturday Special, Monday Night Project, PTBN's main event, NWA Crock and Roll, and so many other great shows that come to you on a near daily basis. Also, don't forget to follow us all. If you want to buy some merchandise, go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash Memphis Cast. This week, we're covering the 16th to the 30th of October 1992. Last week, we covered the 11th of September to the 9th of October, where we saw a potential career-ending injury, new tag teams, ladies, and all the usual awesomeness from the Memphis Territory. Before we head down to ringside, let's just give you an update of what's been happening around the wrestling world between the last time we were here and today. The AWA held a show in Chicago, Illinois, where Nick Bockwinkle beat Otto Vance to regain the AWA World Heavyweight title. Jim Bronzel and Greg Gagne defeated Rick Martel and Brad Rangins. Ken Patera beat Hulk Hogan by disqualification. Sheik Jerry Blackwell and Sheik Adnan Al-Qaisi beat Book Zumhoff and Spike Huber. Ray Stevens defeated Bobby Heenan. Adrian Adonis defeated Baron Von Raschke. The WWF held a show in the Boston Gardens. 15,100 saw Baron Mikel Sukluna beat Mac Rivera. Kurt Henning defeat Mr. X. Andre the Giant won a Battle Royal. WWF Intercontinental Champion Pedro Morales defeated Charlie Fulton. Superstar Billy Graham beat Ivan Putski via countout. Mr. Fuji beat Pete Sanchez. WWF Champion Bob Backlund defeated Buddy Rose. Mr. Soyito defeated Frank Williams. Andre the Giant beat Swede Hansen. And Tony Gurria defeated the White Angel. Here in Memphis on the 11th of October, 6,655 saw Dutch Mantel pin the Angel. Steve Regal. Not that one. And Spike Huber beat the Sheep Herders. Jimmy Hart and Kamala 2 beat Kamala and Kamala's assistant. Terry Taylor and Jacques Rougeau defeated Sweet Brown Sugar and Bobby Eaton. Rick McGraw and Troy Graham beat the sorry, they battled the fabulous ones to a no contest. AWA Southern Heavyweight Champion Nick Buckwinkle beat Jerry Lawler to win the Southern title. On the 13th of October in Shreveport, Louisiana, in the Irish McNeil's Boys Club, Jim Duggan defeat Mike Sharp to win the Louisiana title. And on the 16th of October in the Spectrum in Philadelphia, 7,075 saw Kurt Henning defeat Johnny Rods. 
Pat Patterson beat Mr. Fuji. Jules Strongbow defeated Sweet Hansen. Buddy Rose defeated WWF World Champion Bob Backlund by countout. Salvatore Belomo defeated the Blue Demon. Joyce Grable pinned Jenny Penny Mitchell. Tony Guerrero pinned the White Angel. Pete Sanchez beat Mac Rivera. Chief Chase Strongbow defeated Mr. Soito. And Superstar Billy Graham beat Intercontinental Champion Pedro Morales via disqualification. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's head down to ringside as we cover the 16th of October to the 30th of October 1982 in episode 91 of the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Please enjoy. Jerry Lawler in severe trouble. Oh, down on the floor. Look out. So we have seen footage of... Lawler slammed into the ring post. We have seen footage of Nick Bockwinkle versus Jerry Lawler. I'm guessing this is from the previous week. We just covered that result on the 11th. Was it the 11th we saw? Yes, the 11th. Dick Bockwinkle, black trunks, black boots. The uh, cornerstone of the AWA territory. Going up against Jerry Lawler. Looks like he's wearing a blue singlet, white boots. Can't quite see because Jerry Lawler's been uh, thrown into the uh, ring post on the outside. Jerry Lawler looks in severe trouble. Jerry Calhoun administrating the 10 count. game one who has known adversity before and battled his way back trying to get up off the floor and Nick Bockwinkle too close to the ropes and the referee trying to back him up as Lawler comes under Bockwinkle meets him with that foot right in the middle of the back and the back of the neck Lawler battling his way back up And Lawler shoots the big right, the first one of the night. Big right by Lawler, big right by Lawler. The strap is down, Bockwinkle is in trouble, he is down. 20 minutes plus gone. Peppering now, Jerry Lawler peppering Bockwinkle with lefts. And again. And big right hand. Crowd going banana here. Lawler drops a fist. Goes for the cover. One, two. Bockwinkle kicks out. So this is our last Megasode. Next week we'll be going back to our weekly uh, look at the shows. We've got another about another eight shows, and then we'll be heading into 1983. Like I said last week, these Megasodes have been good. Where we've been covering um, a lot of time in a short period, but I do miss the weekly, week to week shows. So it'd be good to get back to them next week. Bockwinkle now oh, in the corner. Lawler in control. Big round by Lawler again. And again. Lawler absolutely peppering, peppering Bockwinkle with his right hands. Oh, and again. Oh, and again. Jerry Lawler in full control of this match. Absolutely annihilating Bockwinkle with his right hands. And, oh no, Jerry Calhoun's been taken down. 
Terry Calhoun has been squashed in the corner by Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler picks up Buckwinkle and slams him down. Calhoun down in the corner. Buckwinkle down. Lawler's going up to the top rope. High flying Jerry Lawler and he misses a leg drop. Oh, Jesus Christ. Lawler went for the Alabama, Alabama jam. Buckwinkle picks up Lawler now. No, he's going for a pile driver. Pile driver! An illegal maneuver here in Memphis. Buckwinkle just hit the pile driver. The referee's coming too. One, two, three. Nick Buckwinkle has just pinned Jerry Lawler and become a new Southern title holder. Crowd are not happy. Yeah, it was kind of a uh, discouraging thing. I know uh, for Jerry in that particular instance in there, but uh, as we said, he's had adversity before. We're going to take time. I'll be back in just a moment. Hello again, everybody. Lance Russell, Dave Brown, right along ringside. By golly, we're ready for another big week this week on oh, Championship Wrestling, David. Lots of tag team action and a championship match coming up. We're going to have Terry Taylor and Jacques. So that footage was from the 16th. They, that was the show on the 16th of October. I'll just give you the results for the rest of the show because they've, they've now gone straight to the 23rd. So the uh, New York Dolls, Dream Machine and Rick McGraw beat Rick Gibson and Rick McGraw. Robert Gibson and Rick McGraw. Crusher Broomfield, uh, a.k.a. One Man Gang, defeated Ken Raper. And Dutch Mantel defeated The Masked Spoiler. We then head over to October the 23rd. And as Dave has said, we've got... Uh, three tag matches and a mid-america title match again i don't know what we will and what we won't see Doc Rougeau here in the opening match. Hey, come on, you, you just listen to me. We travel 250 miles to get here. 250 miles in here on our booking sheet. Can you read it? On yeah, our bloody booking sheet, it says TV. Look, we don't have to get up at no 4 o'clock in the morning. We don't have anything to do with the booking sheet. We decided to it's all names blown on it. Go out to see it. There's a president. Just go out against us. We've been going out to see him. Go there. You guys just go out to see Eddie Marlin. Eddie Marlin, my bloody foot. I'm going to tell you something, Yank. When our name is on something, we go, we come, and we get the job done. You're not. You get us two wrestlers and get it in there. And I'll tell you what it's like beating the bloody daylights out of Yank. Yeah. Get up in there, I'll say yes, I'll see you. Our name is right, can you read? What is that? What is that? Is that a booking sheet? That's a booking sheet. Let's come out here with me. We're going to go out. I want to have my time right here on TV. We're here to wrestle. We can all know you can wrestle in the Let me make it clear. Don't you go knocking New Zealand to me. Don't you knock New Zealand to me. Lance is pissed. You do not come out and interrupt Lance and Dave at the beginning of the show. Lance is pissed. against the Angel and Jesse Owens. That'll be the opener. Carl Fergie teams with the Enforcer. And they will be going against, live here, the fabulous ones in our studio today. Also, Joe Stark and Ira Reese against Bobby Eden and Sweet Brown Sugar. Big Mid-America title match coming up. King Cobra will be challenging for the belt 
held by Dutch Mantel. It's all coming up today on Championship Wrestling. We're going to get to it in just a moment. Stay with us. We've got uh, Jacques Rougeau debuted last on the last episode, and we've got Terry Taylor going up against the Angel and Jesse Owens. Jacques Rougeau, blue trunks, white boots, tagging into Terry Taylor, red trunks, white boots, the Angel, black trousers, black boots, getting taken down with a headlock takedown by Terry Taylor. I don't know if we've missed the beginning of this match, but the uh, the young upstarts, Taylor and Rougeau, are in control of this match. Got a black background again for this week's show. We haven't had the colourful uh, backgrounds for a while now. Totella ducks the clothesline and hits a drop kick on the Angel. Headlock takedown by Taylor. Jesse Owens on the apron. No manager. The uh, Angel has been managed by Jimmy Hart, I think, before. Last time we saw him, he was teaming with the Monk. Jacques Rougeau now tagged back in. Schoolboy on the Angel. One, two, two count. Oh no, sorry, one count. I thought it was a two. One. Both men back up to their feet. Both men circling. Calling over a tie-up by Jacques. The Angel. No, Jacques takes Angel down. Like we said last week, Jacques is like 22 at this point, but he looks about 52. He looks um, a hell of a lot older now than he does in four or five years when he's in the WWF with his brother Raymond. Terry Taylor now in, second rib on the inside, drops the elbow across the arm of the Angel. Arm ringer by Taylor. Future Mid-South Wrestling Superstar, Future Rooster. Oh, a bit clobbering shots now by the, by the Angel. Taking Terry Taylor down. Knee, oh, knee to the ear. Irish right now by the Angel. Big back body drop to Taylor. Angel picks him up. Clobbers him with a few more shots. Tags in Jesse Owens. Jesse Owens now in. Black singlet, black boots. Leapfrog by Terry Taylor. Drop kick. Jesse Owens goes down. Irish, the Angel whipped Terry Taylor up before he uh, tagged out. Terry Taylor slams down Jesse Owens. Jacques Rougeau in. Drop kick from the second rope. Goes for the cover. One, two, three. Jacques Rougeau and Terry Taylor get the victory following a lovely second rope drop kick. Rougeau off the ropes with that drop kick. And that wraps it up for him. Two minutes, 54 seconds to time. Jesse Owens staggering out of the ring. Boy, he's jolted when the big guy stretches out. They're a slick working team, aren't oh, they? they are. mm. Look good. Love them. Oh, hey, we got a lot of action coming up today. We'll be back to it in just a moment. one just said still come fabulous ones and underneath it was flashing in person the fabulous ones are going to be here Steve Kern, Stanley. let's take it a little of this right now this is the music video we saw last week with them uh, 
posing and smiling and being all happy and I don't know what music is just the, the the famous fabulous video what the famous fabulous ones video I've seen is with um ZZ Top's sharp dressed man. But this is um this is a good one as well. Starts off with like in grey and black and white flashing and stuff and now they're posing and smiling and being all very happy and uh, excited. These guys aren't new, like these Steve Kern and Stan Lane have been here before and they didn't get this kind of reception, but now they're just it's just, just just different how they've been repackaged and now the crowd are like going bananas over them and stuff, so it's very very strange, but they're taking off their uh, 
their attire. They're both wearing uh, black trunks, yellow boots with lightning strike. Yeah, lightning strikes on the tr on the trunks, on the tights. Obviously, last week we saw uh, Steve Kern was taken out by uh, Sweet Brown Sugar and Bobby Eaton. Top hats are coming off. Carl Fergie and the masked enforcer on the inside. They're not happy about this, but uh, I'm sure they'll have a chance at retribution in the ring. Going against him at a total of 4.43, the fabulous one, Steve Kern and Stan Lane. One fall, 15 minutes, time limit, Jerry Calhoun, the referee. So we've got Steve and Stan, the fabulous ones, going up against Carl Fergie and the masked enforcer. Steve's going to start for each team, looks like Steve's going to start for his team. Carl Fergie, not happy. He's here to wrestle, not to take off his clothes. Stan's going to start for his team. The masked enforcer starts for his masked enforcer. Uh, black and white singlet, black boots, black mask. As we said, Stan with his black tights, yellow boots. Both men circling. Colin over type. Stan pushes the enforcer into the ropes. Clear break. Oh! Steve just comes in and smashes the masked enforcer with a forearm. Very baby face. And then we get a Fargo strut. Much to the pleasure of the crowd. Jackie Fargo not here managing. I don't know if he does on the uh, on the house shoe loop, but he's not here. Just thought he would, maybe would have been, but whatever's. Master Enforcer back in after having a conflag with Carl Fergie. Both men circling. Both men circling. Colin over top arm ringer by Stan. Tags in Steve, who comes in and kicks the arm of the Masked Enforcer. Masked Enforcer tags in Carl Fergie. Carl Fergie, blue trunks, black boots. Jerry Calhoun warning Steve to open the fists up. Carl Fergie now is going to have a slight height advantage over Steve. Got an over type. Side headlock by Carl. Forearm smashed by Steve. Tries to escape, but Carl Fergie's holding on tenaciously to that headlock. Clean break in the corner. Yep, clean break. Colin, uh, Colin Lolo, side headlock by, uh, by uh, Carl, sorry, push off by Steve, shoulder tackle by Carl. Off the ropes. Went for nowhere, but Steve picked up. Oh, big right hand by Steve on Fergie. Throws him into the knee of Stan. Tags in Stan. Arm ringer by Steve before he leaves. Arm ringer by Stan as he enters. Carl Fergie now off. Oh. Steve, stand toy with a shoulder tackle. 
ducks the back elbow, stops himself from getting it, and a Fargo strut. Carl Fergie not happy. Lance is still not back after his uh, interruption from the um, sheep herders. Oh, forearm shot by Fergie. But stand in the corner. Steve's now in legally. And monkey flip on Fergie out of the corner. Big round by Steve. Picks up Fergie. Slams him down. Drops the elbow. It's not a small amount to be thrown around. Carl Fergie's a good uh, 250, 260. Stand, uh, sorry, Steve threw him around like a, like a loaf of bread. Side headlock now by Kern. Tags in Stan. Stands in. Side headlock on Fergie. Carl Fergie pushes him into his corner. Tags in the Masked Invader. Holds on to Stan as the Masked Invader comes in. Masked Invader. Oh, hits the big splash in the corner on Carl Fergie. Stan managed to get out of the way. Carl Fergie is pissed. We're four minutes into the action. Four minutes gone. Steam, Elaine, and uh, Kern, the fabulous one. Lance is back. Colin Uber type now on the by the Master Invader. Pushes Stan into his corner. Attacks in Carl Fergie. Ooh. Irish right now by Fergie. And Stan. Big back elbow. Stump by Fergie. Stump again. Picks up Stan. Throws him down with ease. Goes for the cover. One. One count. Ooh, forearm shot by Curl. Irish rip now on Stan. Big back body drop. Tags in the mast enforcer. Stump by the force. Stump, 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 stump by the enforcer. Picks up Stan. Irish whip tags in Steve. Blind tag. Steve comes in and hits the Aston Valsa with a, a reverse atomic drop. Goes for the cover. One, two, three. Stan stopped Fergie from coming in, and we have winners, the fabulous ones. Teamwork with a capital T there from the fabulous ones. As Stan Lane reached around for the tag, Kern was on the other side of the ring post, but he quickly moved to, moved around the post, got the tag, and then in around behind the enforcer. Stan Lane released to Steve Kern. He dropped him down, got the count of three, five minutes, two seconds, the win for the fabulous one. Well, I'll tell you, a good win it was indeed. Hey, do you think, Dave, if we... Uh put on these top hats it would kind of do the same thing for us it's done for the boys <laughs> somehow i doubt it <laughs> somehow i doubt it too you know the thing about this team it's unbelievable is that you stop and think the longer they go the more dominant they can be because both of them are in such incredible condition the fabulous ones we got more action coming up and we'll be back to it in just a moment Bobby and Sweet Brown Sugar coming up in a moment. But before we get to it, want to bring out the superstar, Billy Dundee. Like I'll tell you, it's been a long time since, uh, hey, Bill, really good to have you back here. We uh, have missed seeing you in action right here on Championship Wrestling, and I bring that from all the wrestling fans. Well, I thank you, Lancer. You know, the last five weeks since the superstar ain't been here, I have had all kinds of stories what happened to me. 
Now, I'm here in living color to tell you what happened, folks. Now, just listen to this. Now, this is a true story. Somebody said I fell off my horse. Somebody said I wrecked my motorcycle. Somebody said I got drunk and fell down. <laughs> well, brother, I'm here to tell you what happened. Five weeks ago, I was working out in Nashville, Tennessee, and I walked out the gymnasium. And there were four of the biggest gorillas you ever seen in your life, man. They were nine feet tall. So one of them wanders up to me and says, hey, you Bill Dundee? So I looks up at him and I says, yeah, I'm the superstar, Daddy. What you want? So what I want, he went, what? So, you, so what a fight we had, man. The boy had visited one and pride made the other one, Jack. Now, just a minute now. Hey, just a minute. I got this bone broke, but you should have saw the other guy, man. There wasn't a mark on him. Now, that's what happened to the superstar, Daddy. So... Uh, that set the record straight. You look That's in right. great shape, right. yeah. Now, I don't know what... Jonathan Boyd. Uh, come on, now, I thought we settled... You shut up. You're... I want to talk to somebody I know. Billy Dundee. I don't believe it. The Scotsman that came to Australia and couldn't make it. When he couldn't be an Australian, what did he do? He left Australia and came to America where he knew the competition was soft, where he knew all the Yanks were dirt and rubbish. So what's he do? Here he is. Billy, where have you been, Billy Dundee? Where have you been? Can I just, just a minute, just a minute. Let me tell you a little story. I've known this guy about 10 years, and I've known Don't this guy about seven. guy. We're hey. not American. Just, we just, don't use just, the terminology Okay, guy. just, 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 just. Okay, I know this bloke about 10 years, okay? Does that suit your ego, brother? That's okay, now let me tell you something. When George Barnes and I come here off. seven years ago, we was just like you. We had a little chip on the shoulder because we didn't drive around in air-conditioned cars. You would have to we... have chips on your shoulder just to hold your coat up. Johnny, the people are real nice here. All them folks are real nice people. And if you give them half a if chance, they're they'll nice, be real If nice they're nice people, you tell me this. We've been to 37 different countries, and in every toilet we've been in, there's been a little sign that says, Go home, Yanks. Don't you go away. I want to talk to you. I've come here to talk to you, Dundee. I walked out. You shut up and listen to me. No, I ain't shut up. You are a disgrace not only to Scotland, you are a disgrace to Australia. You grew up down under, you came here, and now you're trying to be a bloody yes. Look, just like you did. Cowboy Boots, get back here. I want to talk to you. Sheep herders come in, pushing and shoving Bill Dundee. Uh, flag to the back, Bill Dundee's getting choked out by the New Zealand flag. Here comes Shukrujer and Terry Taylor as help Bill Dundee. Bill Dundee talked about getting into a fight. That's why he's not been here for five weeks. That fight is the infamous brawl that he had with the macho man Randy Savage in a in a uh, in a restaurant up there in Tennessee. That's the brawl that he was talking about. Chuck Rizzo and Totella helping Bill Dundee out of the uh, studios there after that two-on-one attack by the sheep herders. I'll tell you, Dave, I haven't seen much of the sheep herders, but I've seen too much of them already. Let's uh, get it underway. Hmm. Okay, we've got uh, Brown Sugar, beautiful Bobby Eaton, coming up with a match. Well, here they are. Yeah, enjoy it while you can. <laughs> 
Okay, Davey, let's have the official introduction. All right, it's one fall, 15-minute time limit introducing it a total of 425 pounds. From Arkansas, Joe Stark, as partner from Memphis, Pat Hutchinson. Going against him, total weight of 448 pounds. With their manager, Jimmy Hart, the current holders of the AWA Southern Tag Team Championship belts. From Huntsville, Alabama, Bobby Eaton. And from Union City, Tennessee, Sweet Brown Sugar. This match is going to be one fall, 15-minute time limit. Jerry Calhoun, the referee. Okay, now for a little action in the ring instead of outside of it. Brown We've got a tag team match. We've got Joe Stark and Pat Hutchinson going up against uh, Bobby Eaton and Sweet Brown Sugar. Bobby Eaton starts for his team. Purple tights, white boots going against Joe Stark. Black singlet, white boots. Jimmy Hart at ringside with his AWA Southern Tag Team Champions. Oh, arm drag takedown by Joe Stark. Right hand by Bobby. Tags in Sweet Brown Sugar. Purple Trunks White Boots. Irish whip by Bobby. Big knee to the gut by Sweet Brown Sugar. Swing and neck breaker by Sugar. Picks up Stark. Irish whip by Sweet Brown Sugar. Big back body drop by Joe on Joe Stark and he landed on his butt. Tag to Bobby Eaton. Bobby Eaton now stomping away on Joe Stark. Joe Stark trying to fight out of this armbar, but a big right hand. Bobby Eaton takes him down, tags in the Sweet Brown Sugar. Whenever you see these two guys, they will constant tag team professionals, constantly tagging in and out, in and out, in and out. Hamlock slam by Sweet Brown Sugar on Joe Stark. Jimmy Hart up with his feet on the apron, sitting on his manager's chair. Bobby Eaton now in. Drops the elbow to the back of... Joe Stark who had that arm stuck behind him Joe Stark trying to fight out of his predicament but can't Hamlock take down by Bobby take in the Sweet Brown Sugar Sweet Brown Sugar off the ropes drops the knee across the Hamlocked arm that Bobby Eaton had hold of oh shoulder first into the top turnbuckle goes Joe Stark by Sweet Brown Sugar Sweet Brown Sugar with the hammerlock still on Joe Stark. Joe Stark gets the tag to Pat Hutchinson. Pat Hutchinson is in and he is immediately met by Sweet Brown Sugar. Pat Hutchinson, blue trunk, blue tights, black boots. Tag in to Sweet uh, Bobby Eaton, even, sorry. Arm ringer. Hammerlock. Slam by Bobby Eaton on Pat Hutchinson. Kick by Bobby. Choking Bob uh, Patterson over the top rope. Sweetman Sugar grabs the legs. Sweetman Sugar comes in and uh, sorry, Bobby Eaton comes in with a swift kick to the gut. Hamlock again on Pat Hutchinson. Sweetman Sugar comes in. Double hammerlock now by Sweet Brown Sugar. Oh, lovely manoeuvre there. Sticking the leg through the arm and then dropping down. Trying to break the elbow. 
some pressure up there. Very, very heavy. Sugar continues to work on Pat Hutchinson. More particularly, that left arm. Referee checking with Hutchinson. Possible submission. Hutchinson said no. Tag made by Brown Sugar. Bobby Eaton grabs the yard. Hammers it up behind the back. Pull it tight. Yeah, Jimmy. The referee's right there. Hutchinson. Not giving it up, though. He's hanging in here. Headbutt by Sweet Brown Sugar to that hammerlocked arm. Continuing that hammerlock now on Pat Hutchinson. Trying to break that elbow, shoulder, pole arm of Pat Hutchinson. Headbutt by Sweet Brown Sugar. Tags in Bobby Eaton. Irish whip by Sugar. Pat Hutchinson is caught by Bobby Eaton and is power slammed down off the ropes. Drops the elbow. Bobby Eaton goes for the cover. One, two, three. Brown Sugar, meanwhile, grabs Joe Stark. Put a reverse neck breaker on him. Boy, uh, Eaton and Sugar almost ran together head on as both were going for the rope for a little extra spring back there. But uh, Eaton ended up uh, with the pin on Pat Hutchinson. Four minutes, 32 seconds the time. 4.32. Convincing win for Beautiful One and Sweet Brown Sugar as they head out of here in a team that was just overmatched with Joe Stark and Pat Hutchinson. We'll take time out. We've still got some big action coming up with the Dutchman in just a moment. <laughs> plenty of action yet to go in there. The Dutchman is a guy who creates excitement everywhere he goes and boy, I'll tell you one thing, we got some highlights of a match that was plenty exciting. A fellow that comes in at about 378 pounds. Crusher Broomfield was the challenger for the Mid-America heavyweight title. Let's look at some of that action. Mantel still being pounded but fires a right hand back. And Broomfield shovels him into the ropes. Big elbow, and down he goes. So I've seen footage from the Mid-South Coliseum, August, August, fuck's sake, October the 18th. 5,000 people in attendance here. Saw Robert Gibson, Bobby Fulton, and Buddy Landell defeat the spoiler Carl Fergie and the Angel. Oh, Crusher Broomfield misses a big 747 splash. We've got this match. We've got the uh, Sheep Herders defeating Steve Regal and Spike Huber. Bobby Yeen and Sweet Brown Sugar defeated Terry Taylor and Jacques Rougeau. The Fabulous Ones defeated the New York Dolls. And Nick Bockwinkle beat Jerry Lawler. Crusher Broomfield here managed by Jimmy uh, Cornette. Crusher Broomfield, red single up black boots. Dutchman tail black single up black boots. Head to head there. Paul Morton is our referee. Dutch Mantel is the Mid-America champion. Crusher Broomfield is the artist soon to be known as the one-man gang. Jim Cornette on the apron. Gets told to sit back down by... Jim Cornette put a chain in the ring, but Dutch Mantel's got that chain. Oh, knocks down Crusher Broomfield. Knocks down Crusher two, 
Hey, Dutch Mantel successfully regains, retains the Mid-America total. Jim Cornette in his sailor's hat. Dutch Mantel jumps to the outside, chases off Jim Cornette. Cornette now in the ring, checking on his charge. Dutch Mantel... Jim Cornette not happy with uh, Dutch Mantel. Well, there it is. Did you say thank you to Jimmy Cornette? I said thank you very much, Jimmy, for helping me win this match. I thought he couldn't be a benefit to me, but I was wrong. He was a lot of benefit to me. Now, one thing, when you get in the ring with a man like Crusher Blackwell, he's 400 pounds in his heart. Wait a minute, wait a minute. How come you talk to him and you don't want to even talk because to him? Because he's scheduled right here. Oh, oh, right. Scheduled. We were scheduled out there. was on the bloody book. 250 miles, Nico. You know, that's what I hate about you bloody Yanks. You've got no class at all. We've been champions in 37 different countries. 37? And here you are talking to a piece of nothing. He a piece of bloody Yanks. Right now champion of what? Of what? Hey, let me say something. Let me say something. You want the interview? Of course we want the interview. You want the time? Hey, baby. Hey, baby, you got the time. You take it all you want. Now, there is a smart bloody Yank. There's a streak of yellow up his back a mile long, but that's a smart bloody Yank. Now, we have got something to say to you, Yank. We have come to this country to tell you one thing and one thing only. We hate you, Yanks. And you bloody haven't got a wrestler out there that can come anywhere near the New Zealand sheep herders. But once and for all, you're going to be talking about pain if you think of it. Dutch Mantel comes running back out there with his bull whip. Oh, Miss Bessie, whoever he calls her. This time, after all, but I was gentleman enough to give it to him, right? Those guys are getting heat with me, and they're making me hot. But I'm gonna tell you what, I can't fight to, they're not gonna jump me like they jumped Dundee because I ain't, I was born at night, but not last night, baby. They wanted me, they know where I am. Dutch Mantel and uh, the Dutchman has got a uh, has got a big title offense coming up. We're gonna take time out, we're gonna be back to it in just a moment. Tell you what, he is ready for business. I think the sheepherder just uh, stormed him up. He is going against a guy that was a former holder of this very title, eh? Exactly. King Cobra. This match is going to be to the expiration of time. Now, it is a championship match, but by special agreement for television, it will be a match to the expiration of time. Introducing the challenger from Memphis, Tennessee at 233 pounds, King Cobra. And the champion defending his Mid-American title, from Oil Trough, Texas at 224 pounds, Dutch Mantel. Exploration of time, Mid-America title match here, ladies and gentlemen. King Cobra, Blue Trunks, Blue Boots, going up against Dutch Mantel, the champion, Black Singlet, Black Boots. Jerry Calhoun's our referee. Bell is rowing and we are underway. Both men circling. Jostling for position, calling over a type now. Cobra pushes Mantel in the... No, no, it's still Jostling, still pushing around. That's now in the corner. King Cobra should claim break. Bushman still got hold of each other. And a claim break. Bushman's still circling. 
Car never tap. Bushman still uh, trying to feel each other out. Call an elbow. Hammer armbar by Dutch. King Cobra with a face front face lock. King Cobra is back to the corner. We're going to get a clean break. Yes, clean break. Call over top. Take down by King Cobra. Pulling the hair, pulling the chin, trying to escape from this uh, leg lock that King Cobra's got applied on him. He's taking it back to the outside as best he can, but Dutch eliminated some of that by hooking him around the chin, a underneath the ropes, and that'll call for a broke break. Back up and ready to go one more time. Dutch Fantel rushing out of that crouch position straight at the Cobra. And once again in the ropes, referee Calhoun saying, come on, let's break it up now. Uh, not a clean break. Dutch flipped over and Cobra runs into the top turnbuckle. Dutch hooks the chin to pull it away and pulls back on the shoulder, putting an uh, extended amount of pressure going down the left side of that neck in there is Cobra, rugged, excellent action. Dutch taking the offensive there. He had been reacting to moves that Cobra had made pretty much on the defensive uh, during the match so Dutch worked King Cobra down with a mat. A now got him with a hammerlock applied. Nice uh, even, even uh, paced wrestling match here between these two gentlemen. Dutch still with a hammerlock in. Cobra's on his knees and his chest. King Cobra now trying to get out of this. Of up to his knees, up to his feet. Elbows to the uh, side of Dutch's head. head. Off the ropes. Shoulder tackle by Cobra. Off the ropes. Leapfrog by Cobra. Leapfrog into a sunset flip. One. One count. Dutch trying to take the leg down. Dutch pushes, shoves King Cobra there. A little bit of frustration by the Mid America champion. Right back into it, pulled Cobra down. He got a one count out of it. So they are scrambling hard, and uh, King Cobra trying to take advantage of what's time left went for the pin. Was not successful, but a whale of a try, I'll tell you that. Corner neighbor top now. Cobra now with an arm bar on Dutch. At a disadvantage. But Dutch still on his feet. Anytime that's the case, you can better believe. You got lots of still got the arm bar on. Twisting the arm round. Cobra winding him up a little more. Dutch comes straight at him to take him back to the corner. And that'll Cobra now in the corner. Clean break. Are we going to get a clean break? Oh, Dutch gives a bit of a shove. King Cobra wouldn't release the arm ringer. Call never type now. Dutch with his back in the corner. Both men kicking each other now. Fists flowing. This was, has been a nice, even match to begin with, but now I think tempers are now going to start flaring. 
Jerry Calhoun shouting at the referee, shouting at the ref, shouting at the wrestlers to um, break. Dutch now with an arm bar on Cobra. Cobra's down on his knees while Dutch is standing over him with his arm bar. Can do when he is up is be able to move around behind and reduce the pressure from that bar. Dutch changes position and really steps over. Now he's working it down. Cobra has now stood over him. Cobra's trying to get the legs, but he can't. Uh, grab those legs, scoop it out, and pitch can't Cobra up his knees. Well, Dutch still has the arm bar locked in. Irish up now by Cobra. Goes for a hip toss, but Dutch catches him and Applies the arm bar again. Lovely maneuver there by Dutch. King Cobra still in trouble. He's now in the ropes. We should get a clean break. We're going to get a clean break. Just, yep. Dutch is a good guy here, but he's obviously got heel tendencies. He has been and will be in the future. Shove off by Cobra, shoulder tackle by Dutch, off the ropes, shoulder tackle by Dutch, off the ropes, leapfrog, hip toss by King Cobra, sorry, knee of the gut, knee of the gut, rear chin lock now by Cobra. Three minutes left of this match. Exploration of time match. From this position, you can drop if you can get that wrist bone buried in up under that ear, cut off that circulation, and go into a sleeper hold on it. But he is really squeezing down on Dutch Mantel. King Cobra takes his hand away from the rope as he is trying to get him into position. I suspect. Uh, Dave, he's trying to get him in a position more in the center of the ring where if he does get a pin on him, he's not going to have the chance of the foot going over the rope. Back to the feet. Cobra takes a shot, and the Dutchman comes back with another, and Cobra exchanging with him. Mantel goes into uh, front face lock and really caught him with an uppercut broad arm. Two minutes to go in the action. Two minutes of the expiration of time, and Dutch... Oh. In come the sheep herders. The sheep herders have had enough. They're coming and they're attacking Dutch Mantel. Right, the match has been stopped. It's match has been stopped. Sheep herders in attacking building the. Oh, pile driver on King Cobra. Holy shit. King Cobra's down and out. Luke and Jonathan now double teaming Dutch Baron Ram. On Dutch Mantel. Oh! Clobbering now on the midsection of Dutch Mantel. They weren't happy about being uh, run off earlier in the interview segment by Dutch Mantel. They're now choking him with a whip or a cable or something. I think they've got Dutch's bull whip and they're absolutely they're hog tying him basically. Who's this? Someone's coming out. Bill Dundee. Bill Dundee's out now attacking the sheep herders. Big right hands. Bill Dundee, he got his uh, he got his uh, tail whipped early by these guys, and now he's coming in to save Dutch Mantel. King Cobra still on the outside. 
holding his neck after that vicious pole driver by Luke in the ring that whip wrapped around his neck in there. Luke Williams wrapped him up in it. And Billy trying to help him out as promoter Eddie Marlin and referee Jerry Calhoun helped Cobra out. The sheep herders who have been a pain in the ear all day long came in, jumped it. The referee stopped the match. And Cobra loses his chance at the title. Dave, we're going to have to take time out, check our time, or we'll be back in just a moment. Congratulations, Mr. Hart. I never thought that I would be saying that to you. But congratulations. You have won it, pal. You've won it, Hart. You've won the worst idiot manager of the year. I have never in my life seen nobody that bad. Scale one to ten, you're a minus three or four. How can you be that stupid? You are the worst I've ever seen, pal, barring none. Now look, let me tell you this, I'm done with the dogs. We beat them. We beat them all we need to. You got two other guys there. Bozo the Clown and, and little Sambo there, they've got the southern belts. They're very prestigious belts, and I have been overlooking this. Eddie Marlin's told me a couple of times, I didn't even think, I want those belts. I want them on my boys. I want them to strut with them. Put them around the fabulous ones where they belong. And that's what I want for my boys, is the southern belts. And Hart, I know how envious you are of the fabulous ones with their gorgeous outfits. They're not $25 ones. They're not $500 or $1,000. They're a lot more money. And I know how you'd like to have them. If we do not beat your boys this week, I am personally going to give you those outfits and I know you'll like that Pally but when we do win the belts I want you to take your boys and get out of this town and stay out of it Hart most successful day on championship wrestling that we've ever had the uh, sheep herders yeah, yeah they didn't add to our enjoyment of the action that took place today and the end they ended up messing up what was a doggone good single match between Dutch and uh, King Cobra in there as they popped into the ring the referee just stopped the bout they didn't have any personal favorite they were going to they jumped Mantell and Cobra so the referee just stopped about and called it a no contest how about a recap Davey on the rest of uh, the action today alright in our opener here today the tag team so this is uh, Dave down the results I do apologize for the statement made there by uh, Jackie Fargo to forget these results these matches are 40 years old and times have changed so uh, they're just running over the results here of the uh, 16th of October results are the 16th no sorry the 23rd so next week or this next episode will be the 30th I don't know what we're going to be seeing results results are okay I don't know what matches we're going to be seeing I'd imagine time left probably most of them so uh, we'll have something to look forward to just to let you know on the 25th of October this coming Monday Memphis Coliseum Jerry Lawler beat Nick Bockwinkle by disqualification Steve Regal and Spike Huber defeated Carl Fergie and the Angel Crusher Broomfield defeated Buddy Landell 
The New York Dolls, Rick McGraw and Dream Machine beat Jacques Rougeau and Terry Taylor. The Sheep Herders, Jonathan Boyd and Luke Williams beat Dutch Mantel and Bill Dundee. The Fabulous One, Steve Kern and Stan Lane beat Sweet Brown Sugar and Bobby Eaton to win the Southern Tag Team titles. The following night on the 26th, Louisville, Kentucky, Buddy Landell beat the Angel. Buddy, Bobby Fulton drew with Carl Fergie. Dutch Mantel beat Crusher Broomfield. The Sheep Herders beat Spike Huber and Steve Regal. Sweet Brown Sugar and Bobby Eaton defeated Jackie Jacques Rougeau and Terry Taylor. And the Fabulous Ones beat New York Dolls. There's nothing really else happening. So now as we go to October the 30th. 1982. Hello and welcome again to another big day. Championship Wrestling. I'm Dave Brown. Lance Russell's taking the day off. He'll be back with us next week. Boy, we got some action coming up today. In the opening match today, we will have Jesse Barr, a new face. We'll have more about him a little bit later. He'll be going against uh, Aaron Holt. Then the Sheep Herders are going to be in here for a tag team match. We'll also have the King, Jerry Lawler, teamed with the superstar, Bill Dundee. They will be wrestling as a tag team on Championship Wrestling today. Also, the Fabulous Ones will be here with us. We'll also have the Angel going against them with a partner in a tag team match. And then the expiration of time match of the day, eight-man tag team action. On one side of the ring, we'll have first family members, the New York Dolls, Sweet Brown Sugar, and beautiful Bobby Eaton. They'll have Jimmy Hart with them. On the other side of the ring, listen to this team, Terry Taylor, Jacques Rougeau, Buddy Landell, and Bobby Fulton. That's the expiration of time eight-man match which will be coming up a little bit later on today. All of that action coming up right here. Before we go on, though, before we get uh, get action underway, I want to take just a moment and see if we can uh, get King out here and talk to uh, Jerry Lawler just a moment. Here he comes. Jerry, I uh, don't take much urging to get me out of here, does it? <laughs> I, uh, I wanted to uh, to clear up something because I've been talking to some wrestling fans uh, around the area here the last few days, and they say that uh, they have seen you on another wrestling broadcast or program, and uh, it looked a lot like the old Jerry Lawler. Maybe the rules weren't being followed too much and uh, <laughs> things like that. Well, now, I told, I told everybody just a few weeks ago that the old Jerry Lawler was coming back. Didn't I say that? You did say that. Okay. Well, now, what happened? Let me explain this because I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea. I want to tell all these people, especially the people right here, in our town, exactly what took place. You know, uh, it's, it's no secret. It's a cable. You know, they have the wrestling down in Atlanta. A lot of people watch it. Uh, and, and they have a lot of top wrestlers come in and out of down there. They contacted me about uh, a year ago and asked if I would be interested in coming down and wrestling. At that time, I wasn't able to, uh, able to make it down there. But I did tune in the show a few times, and I saw this jerk on there named Roddy Piper. Now, he was running his mouth. I mean, this guy would come out and take over the whole show. Mm -hmm. And they got an announcer down there that's so full of ignorance that comes out of his mouth named Gordon Soley. Now, you guys, if you guys ever want to, you know, if this, something ever happens here, they need you down there bad. But anyway, what happened was they had this Roddy Piper shooting his mouth off down there and making everybody mad. And, and you know, he was, the, he was the number one guy on the hate list. Mm -hmm. 
So anyway, I said, I'm not able to come down now. So then a few weeks ago, I contacted them and said, you know, if you still want me to come down, I'll, I'll come down. They said, okay, who would you like to wrestle? And I said, you're going to let me pick who I want to wrestle? And they said, sure. So I said, well, the guy that I remember running his mouth down there was Roddy Piper. I said, put me against him. I thought that he was supposed to be the big wheel in the area. You know, if you're going to go in somewhere, you start at the top. You knock off the top man, that makes you the top dog, right? Sure. That's what I told him. So I get down there. They say, here's Jerry the King Lawler from Memphis, Tennessee. He's coming to wrestle Roddy Piper, and everybody boos me immediately. Now, I can't, I don't really understand it, but what I find out took place was there's been a little switch in Roddy Piper's personality. Now everybody in Atlanta likes Roddy Piper. Well, it didn't change the way I felt about him. I still don't like Roddy Piper. They don't like me because I'm from Memphis and wrestling one of their fair-haired boys. Well, I don't really care, and I told them that, and I went in and I beat a couple of jabronis who looked like they were off the street down there and, and kicked their brains out, and the people didn't like me. Now, I've always said, you know, I've never changed the way I wrestle. I've gone out here in Memphis, and I've hit a guy in the head with a chain, and I've had him uh, at one time boo me out of the arena, and now just a few weeks ago, I hit a guy with a chain. They want to carry me out on their shoulders. You know, it's the fans that make you, it's the fans that make you a good guy or a bad guy. It's whoever they want to like. And apparently in Atlanta, they don't like me. I'm just tickled to death that they still like me up here. And I'm going to tell the people around this area that down in Atlanta, before I'm through, they're going to know why they call me the king around here, Dave. That's all it is. Thanks, Jerry, for uh, clearing it up for us. Tell you what, we're going to be back in just a moment. we got lots of action in that ring. We'll be to it in just a moment. We will be back after these messages. Please enjoy. Hey, everybody. This is Mike from Booking the Territory, the unprofessional, classic Southern wrestling podcast. And you are listening to the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast with Luke Jennings. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Well, let me tell you something, brother. You're listening to Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Stick around, brother, and follow the show at Memphis Cast. Follow me at West Runtin Luke J, brother. Follow friends of the show at OVP Podcast, at Bottom Line Cast, at Extreme Cast, at Booking the Territory, brother. And be sure to hit up some brothers on Patreons. Patreon.com backslash Booking the Territory and Patreon.com backslash OVP Podcast, brother. What you gonna do, brother, when Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast runs wild on you? Mate, can I ask you a question first of all? Go right ahead. You know the definition of a windjammer? No, I really don't. It's the agonizing screams of a trapped turd. Have you heard of the Mangrave? Yes, I have. You have? Yeah. Do you have a father? (laughs) Mangrave is the perfect gift for this Father's Day. Is he alive? Yeah. Yeah. 100% 100% made in America if he was dead, it would have been a really bad moment in the commercial. <laughs> Your dad's alive? No. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry about your dad. That's fine. Your father's dead. Is your mom still alive? My mom? Yeah. No, she's dead. Jesus Christ, is any of your relatives fucking alive? Is man grace? <laughs> They are revolutionizing the way people grill. What, Adam Egan? It's true. You haven't heard of the revolution? You can put chicken on this or steak. That's not that unique. It weighs a lot of pounds. Is that heavy? Again, 
Again. Again. No more flare-ups? You know, you know when your barbecue has always been flare-ups? Why are you laughing? You're making a mockery out of the man grade. Chicken, steak, has never tasted so good. <laughs> <laughs> again. Again. <laughs> again. This commercial is like a miniseries. Hey, this is Joe Murata from Our Vantage Point, retro wrestling podcast. But now, live from the studios of the Old Bakery, this is the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, and here's your host, Luke Jennings. Wrestling action coming up here in just a moment. Right now, be joined by Jim Cornette, and Jim uh, has with him uh, Jesse Barr, new wrestler in the area. Dave, I wish Lance was here today because he's such a big fan of amateur wrestling. I'd like to introduce this man to him, but maybe you can later on. This man, for your people's information, is Jesse Barr. He's one of the greatest young professional athletes in the world. For your information, if you people sometime would sit down and shut up and listen to what I have to say, this man was on the 1980 Olympic team, the wrestling team. Because of the little political trouble we had, he didn't get to go to Moscow. But he was still probably the best prospect that they had on that team. And he turned professional a couple of years ago after the... The Olympic Games had been uh, canceled to the United States, mm -hmm. and luckily for me, he decided he wanted to come into this area. He contacted me, and I said, Jesse, I would be happy to have you because there's a little thing that I want to do, Dave. I need the Mid-America Heavyweight Championship. There are several reasons, but the biggest one is that my mother promised me that if I have someone capture the Mid-America title, then she will give me enough money to get Nick Bockwinkle back into this area. And that takes quite a bit of money, but she has quite a bit of money, and she's going to do that for me if I capture the Mid-America title, which I will through Jesse Barr upcoming this week. I promise you that, Dave. Well, you've got, you've got the match, all right, against uh, the current holder, Dutch Mantell, and uh, Jesse Barr is going to get that shot at the Mid-America title. No, Jesse Barr is not going to get the shot at the title. Jesse Barr is going to get the title. I'm going to have the Mid-America title. Nick Bockwinkle will be coming back into this area, and a lot of good things will be happening, ladies and gentlemen, I promise you that. And you're going to see what this man is made of right here. This is Moscow all over again. Come on, Jesse. All right. Well, Jesse Barr and uh, Jim Cornette, Jim signed into a contract. One after the Mid-America title. That title is not at stake here today. But uh, Jesse Barr is in this match, and this is going to be a one-fall 15-minute time limit match. Introducing uh, on the right of your screen, a 240 pounds from Mississippi, Aaron Holt. And going against him, from Portland, Oregon, 245 pounds, Jesse Barr. This will be a one-fall 15-minute time limit match. We are here, ladies and gentlemen, first uh, singles match of uh, the second part of the episode, and we've got Aaron Holt, Red Trunks Black Boots, going against a debuting Jesse Barr. Jesse Barr is the older brother of the late great Art Barr, and he would become a future Jimmy Jack Funk in the WWF. He is wearing uh, black and red trunks, white boots. He is starting off the match with some lovely amateur wrestling. As Jim Cornette said, he was, a, uh, he was, in, the part, he was in the Olympic team in the 1980 Olympics, but didn't get to compete due to uh, incidences. Jim Cornette is on the outside, wearing a lovely uh, brown suit. 
managing Jesse Barr here, trying to get his hands on the Mid-America title. And a win here on television would surely propel him into the contendershipness. Jesse Barr rubbing the face of Aaron Holt into the mat. He's got a body scissors on him. Lovely amateur wrestling here by Mr. Barr from Portland, Oregon. His uh, dad is Sandy Barr, legendary promoter up there in, in the uh, northwest of America. Oh, back over by Jesse Barr. Picks up Aaron Holt. Oh, knee lift. Oh, big knee lift there by Jesse Barr. Picks up Aaron Holt again. Picks him up and slams the big man. Aaron Holt is uh, a, a bit of a, a, he's a larger chap than Jesse Barr, but Jesse Barr is picking him up with ease. Oh, backbreaker! Picking him up. Looks like he's going for a suplex, and he hits the suplex lovely. Picks him up again with by the hair. Irish whip now by Barr. Belly to belly suplex, lovely. Goes for the cover. One, two, three. Your winner, Jesse Barr. Well, I must say, most impressive uh, win for Jesse Barr as he defeats Aaron Holt uh, easily. It was it was all Jesse Barr all the way, no doubt about it. A minute thirty-seven. Need any more proof? I don't think anybody else needs any more proof. I must say, he handled himself well in that uh, in that match, that particular one, Jim Cornette. Jesse Barr, the winner of it. The time again, a minute 37 seconds, and we'll be back with more championship wrestling in a moment. more championship wrestling action right here right now got a tag team match coming up here boy this one uh, features the team from New Zealand now coming in with uh, flag in hand they step into the ring one fall 15 minute time limit match on the right of your screen introducing uh, first of all from Memphis Tennessee Don Donovan and his partner also from Memphis Pat Hutchinson their total weight, 420 pounds. Going against them at a total weight of 474 pounds from New Zealand, the Sheep Herders. This match will be one fall, 15-minute time limit. Tag team action, Don Donovan and Pat Hutchinson going up against the Sheep Herders, Jonathan Boyd and Luke Williams. Sheep Herders uh, saluting to their uh, New Zealand flag. Luke Williams goes to the outside. Jonathan Boyd, ragged singlet, black boots, going up against Pat Hutchinson. Blue trunks, blue uh, blue tights, trunk, black boots. Sorry, Jonathan Hurd now. Boyd now. Sorry, clobbering and crawling at uh, Pat Hutchinson, clawing at his face. Sheep herders not pretty by appearance, not pretty in the ring. They have a legendary status. They have had at this point for a good 25 years, and they will have for another four or five years before they turn into the Bushwhackers, where they have another legacy. Luke now in. Uh, Grey singlet black boots. Oh, big knee to the gut to Pat Hutchinson following the, following the Irish whip. 
Luke now with a headbutt to the gut. And again, headbutt to the gut. Pat Hutchinson. One, two, kick out by Hutchinson. Luke now picks him up, tags in Boyd. Headbutt to the gut. Headbutt to the gut. And again. So they're, uh, they're softening up the uh, bread basket ready for the uh, battering ram, I'd imagine. Big bag over off the Irish whip there by Boyd. As we said uh, last week or the week before, Butch is uh, he has gone back to Australia. He's uh, had enough of America for the time being and goes back to New Zealand, sorry, Australia, wherever, to spend time with his family. He will be back in a couple of years when the sheep herders go to Mid-South. Don Donovan now in. Black boots, black trunks. Getting absolutely the shit kicked out of him by the sheep herders here. Irish whip by Boyd into the knee of Luke. Clobber and now forearms to the back by Jonathan Boyd. Tags in Luke Williams. Oh, big right into the gut of Don Donovan. Luke picks up Donovan. Oh, slams him down. Donovan didn't want to take that, for sure. Uh, headbutt to the head by Luke Williams. Jesus Christ. Off the ropes. Headbutt again to the head. Don Donovan in trouble here. Don Donovan picked up by Luke thrown head first at the top turnbuckle Jonathan Boyd now tagged in Irish whip by Luke Barring Ram on Don Donovan Jonathan Boyd head first into the gut Jonathan Boyd picks up Don Donovan snap mare tags in Luke Jonathan Boyd picks up Luke on his shoulders oh drops the knee across Don Donovan a 400 pound knee one, two, three. Your winners, the Sheep Headers. Jonathan Boyd and Luke of the Sheep Herders. After the victory here over Don Donovan and Pat Hutchinson, and it was all Sheep Herders, pretty much as expected, actually. This, uh, this rugged New Zealand team came in here and has been making noise ever since. And they really had no trouble. Hey, the match is over. Referee. Trying now to get the sheep herders back out of the ring. And finally, they climb out of the ring. You have to get better yanks than that if you want us to wrestle them. Right here. Referee and uh, Pat Hutchinson looking over Don Donovan there. Helping him out of the ring. The victory again for the Sheep Herders, uh, 2 minutes 48 seconds the time on a 2.48, Sheep Herders get the win. I want to take uh, just just a moment here to uh, show you some videotape that we've received. Nick Bockwinkle, of course, uh, has been in the area for uh, for a couple of weeks here. At, uh, at one point, for one of, one of his appearances, he was guaranteed more money than had ever been guaranteed before. And uh, there are some comments. Uh, Bachwinkle and also Jimmy Hart involved. I'd like for us to take a look at that right now. Well, the baseball season's over, but I guess it still applies. A famous baseball line of there's no joy in Mudville, there's no joy in Memphis, at least in a lot of quarters, because Nick Bachwinkle still owns the Southern Heavyweight Championship. Jimmy Hart, you had a lot to do with it. Well, you know, I think the famous line is do unto others, Jerry, as you have them do unto you, man. You know, this is probably the greatest moment of my life right now. 
Because you see, Jerry Lawler, a couple of months back when you were facing Kamala and James J. Dillon with your hair on the line and the belt on the line and the winner to get a world shot against Ric Flair, who came to your rescue? Jimmy Hart. Who won that belt for you, baby, and saved your hair? Jimmy Hart did. And what did he do? He got on TV and he laughed and he made fun of me and he said, Hey, Jimmy, I used you, baby. I used you. Well, nobody uses me. But you know what I did, Jerry Lawler? I used this man right here to take away from you the Southern Belt and also the shot at Ric Flair for the World Belt. <laughs> well, Nick Rockwinkle has done it. Jimmy Hart's happy. He's the man that has the Southern Belt, and of course that means it's a Ric Flair date. Now, I don't want to get any personal arguments, and if uh, Mr. Uh, if Mr. Lawler has made enemies in this part of the country with a number of people by the way he's conducted himself business-wise, and as it turns out, what goes around comes around, and now, after three times out uh, to the post, you have failed, Mr. Lawler. You have taken and made the effort three times, and in three efforts, you have not regained the Southern Heavyweight Championship. Now, I stand before you as the AWA World Heavyweight Champion. I stand before you as the Southern Heavyweight Champion, and consequently, what this has brought about, and for all you little cretins humanoids out there, you people here in the greater part of the Memphis area will not see Mr. Flair put up the NWA title against yours truly, the Southern Heavyweight Champion and the AWA Heavyweight Champion. He will have to defend the NWA crown which I have for years been chasing these people to try to put it up against me, to try to see who is the true and the one and the only real champion. This battle, this fight, this match, this contest will take place, but not here. It's going to take place, as far as I'm concerned, on the West Coast, in either San Francisco or Los Angeles. You mean my that hometown. Memphis, after all of the support and the expectations of seeing the Southern heavyweight champion go against Ric Flair, will not have the opportunity to see that match here? I hate to say that your people have been deluded into believing that anything that Mr. Lawler said and did, and no matter what part of the country he's gone and signed contracts, I hate to say that he's let you down, but it's just about what it amounts to. He could have gotten a match against Mr. Flair here, but it takes a man of my magnitude to carry three championships, three titles, three belts. I'll have to get extra luggage just to haul these around so that, yes, the poor Cretanous humanoids here, no. I acquiesce not to them, but only to myself. And it is going to be Southern California or San Francisco that that bout takes place. So, Mr. Lawler, I guess I can only say goodbye. And uh, I don't know, maybe after I win Mr. Flair's belt, we may take and either retire this, or I may give it back to the championship committee, and they may even have to have a tournament, because it'll be so impossible for me to get into this part of the country to defend that belt, let alone the world heavyweight title. Nick Bockwinkle, the world uh, AWA world champion and also the AWA southern heavyweight champion, taking his belts and heading back to Beverly Hills, California, where he will defend in that area against Ric Flair for the world's title, and we will not have an opportunity to see it here. It's his. I guess he can do what he wants to. Right. That's exactly it. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Lance. Well, uh, we're going to be back. More championship wrestling coming up. Stay with us. Introducing from parts unknown, the Masked Marauders, and going against them, 
And a total weight of 446 pounds from Australia, the superstar, Bill Dundee. His partner from Memphis, Tennessee, Jerry the King Lawler. This match is going to be one fall. 15-minute time limit. Referee is Jerry Calhoun. Tag team action. Jerry Lawler, Bill Dundee going against the Masked Marauders. Jerry Lawler starting off his team. Black and blue singlet. Black boots going against Masked Marauder number one. Black mask. Uh, maroon and black trunks. Maroon and black tights. Black boots. Jerry Lawler circles now. Corn over top. Shove off by Lawler. Masked Marauder looks like a uh, small child. Corn over top. Shove off by the Marauder. Holy moly. I'm not sure who these are. Can't really tell by a mask. I'm sure they're um, future stars, maybe, in the wrestling business. Shove off by Lawler. Masked Marauder goes down. Mask Marauder complaining of a hair pull. Joe Calhoun wearing a very uh, silken top. Both men circling now. Calling over a type once again. Marauder pushes Lawler into the corner. Clean break. Both men circling. Colin over top. Marauder. No, Lawler pushes Marauder into the corner. Irish whip now by Lawler. Marauder goes back first into the top turnbuckle. Colin Erbo. Side headlock now by the Marauder. Headlock takedown by the Marauder. This isn't, this isn't the match I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a quick, uh, just a quick one, two, three, maybe by Lawler. But uh, he is in trouble here against the Marauder, number one. Jerry now back on his feet. Jerry Lawler picks up the Marauder and drops him across the knee. Atomic drop. Marauder number one tags in number two. Red mask, red singlet, black boots. Going up against Jerry Lawler, who's the bigger of the two Marauders. Colin over type. Jerry Lawler now with a solid headlock. Tags in Bill Dundee. Red and blue trunks, cowboy boots. Stomp to the midsection by Dundee. Snap mares, Marauder number two over. Goes for the cover. One, one count. Seeing double leg takedown by Dundee in a Boston Crab. He's got the Boston Crab and Marauder number two. Dundee a bit too close to the Marauder's corner. Mass Marauder number one pulls the hair of Dundee, but he is hit by a right hand by Dundee. Marauder number two now attacks Dundee, but Dundee gets a side headlock on him. Side headlock, take down. One, two, no, one count. 
Mask Marauder's not too happy with that mask. I don't think he's a regularly masked wrestler. He keeps messing around with it too much. Go behind by Dundee. Schoolboy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Got his leg caught under his leg. One, two. Nope. Dundee side headlock tags in Lawler. Oh, right hand by Lawler to the breadbasket. Snapmare on Mask Marauder number two. Drops the fist. Lawler picks up number two. Oh, big right hand. Drops him down. Number two goes over and tags number one. Marauder number one now back in with Lawler. Can't really tell who that is. Corner over top, Lawler pushed into the corner. Corner to corner whip. Marshmallow comes in but is met by a big boot. Lawler with a stolen suplex. Lovely manoeuvre there by Lawler. Drops a fist on Marauder number one. Picks him up and slams him down. Lawler's going to take the mask off apparently. The other man, Marauder, comes in there and stops that. Marauder, Marauder number two is in there now. He's in danger of getting his mask taken off. He scoots out of the ring. Both Marauders now on the outside. Checking their masks. Marauder number one now back in. Jerry Lawler very happy with his uh, work there, trying to take the mask off. Pick round by Lawler, and again. Holding Marauder for Dundee, tags in Dundee, Dundee, sunset flip off the top rope. One, two, three. Joe Lawler kept the other Marauder at bay as Bill Dundee hit a sunset flip off the top rope for the one, two, three. Together as a tag team here today on Championship Wrestling, and boy, they look good, too. Going against the, uh, the team of the Mass Marauders, their first appearance on Championship Wrestling, and it was a losing effort for them as uh, they lose the match. Winners, Waller and Dundee, and the time on it, 6 minutes, 11 seconds. 6-11 the time. There is much more action to come on Championship Wrestling. We hope you'll stay with us for it. Had a look, and the Marauders are also known as the Tennessee River Rats, and they are Sammy Holt and Ken Raper under the masks. So, uh, K 
Christian, right foot is a native of Memphis. Passed away last year. He, uh, he comes in uh, back in 1983. He's in 1983. We're going we're to see him numerous times in Memphis, but he and Sammy Holt are the masked marauders. We have uh, Jesse Owens and the Angel teaming up to go against the fabulous ones. Team action. The big French Angel over here wandering around, looking around at the lights. His partner, Jesse Owens. Owens with uh, the least experience of any of the wrestlers standing in the ring right now. And of course, I don't think I have to tell you a whole lot about that team you're looking at right there. On the left of your screen, Steve Kern, and right there on the right, Stan Lane, fine wrestlers, and since they have teamed up and are the fabulous ones with the uh, consultant, Jackie Fargo, boy, they have developed into a major force in the championship wrestling world. All right. Top hats remaining to go by the fabulous ones. And there they go. We await a signal from referee Jerry Calhoun, and we're ready to get it underway. Let's see who's going to start. Looks like perhaps, all right, Bell Tom. Looks like, uh, yeah, Stan Lee. Stan starting the first team, the Angels starting the first team. Stan and Steve wearing matching purple tights, white boots. The Angel wearing black tights, black boots. Calling over top by the Angel, pushes Stan into the ropes. Oh, clobber and forearm. Now a bit of biting, Irish whip by the Angel. Hip toss reversed by Stan. Steve comes in and we have a double strut. They are the current AWA Southern Tag Team Champions defeating Bobby Eaton and Sweet Brown Sugar this past Monday. Non-title match. Both men circling. Angel oh, with a kick to Stan. Irish whip by the Angel. Goes for the leapfrog but drop kick by Stan. The Angel taken down by an arm drag into an arm bar. Ba 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 ba. Taking to Snoop, yeah, taking to Steve. Steve's in, arm ringer on the Angel. Arm ringer. The Angel pulling the hair. Full arm drag and twist now by uh, Steve Kern. Pulls the tights, oh, takes down the Angel with a pull of tights. Hair pulled by the Angel. Steve come back up to his feet, arm ringer, in a hammerlock. The Angel now tags into Jesse Owens. Jesse Owens, green and yellow singlet, black boots. Jesse Owens nervously moving around the ring. Colin over the top. Take down by Steve Kern with a go behind. Amateur style. Spinning all over the back of Jesse Owens. Steve Kern very happy with his uh, wrestling there. Did a little dance. A little Tennessee shuffle. Steve Kern takes Jesse Owens back down again, riding him around on the back. A few, uh, a few punches to the gut on the back there by Steve Kern. Stan with a nice strut on the outside. The Angel not happy with Jesse Owens. 
giving him some words of advice, throws him back in the ring. Colin over a tie-up, side headlock by Kern, tags in the stand. Standing now, oh karate thrust kick to the gut. Stand now with a, oh karate kick to the back of the head of Jesse Owens. Snapmare by Stan. Rich and lock now by Stan on Mr. Owens. Angel now went to try and break it up. Side Russian leg sweep coming up. Boy, Stan hits it beautifully. Goes to the cover. One, one count. Steve now in. Oh! Jumps off the back of Stan following the Irish whip. One, two, three. Your winners. The fabulous one, Steve Kern and Stan Lane. Favorite coming in here, no doubt about it. The French Angel seemed complaining that uh, he needed a different partner. Well, Jesse Owens uh, was pinned there by the team of the fabulous ones. Time on it again, three minutes, 31 seconds. We have an eight-man tag team match still to go. That is coming up on Championship Wrestling. arriving at ringside here for a big eight-man tag team match the referees on hand thank goodness because uh gonna be nine men in that ring counting the referee all together we are waiting now for the arrival of the first family members here they come bobby eaton brown sugar jimmy hart jimmy move back the table clear the room baby pandemonium well uh this is an eight-man match. I don't know. The, uh, only two of the first family men. Oh, here they come. All right. New York Dolls arriving on the scene. They have their World Tag Team Championship belts on. These, uh, but those belts will not be at stake here today. I see the belt. We, we have just told the fans that you have the belts, Rick McGraw. All right. To the expiration of time, an eight-man tag team match at a total weight of 897 pounds on one side of the ring. Uh, I beg your pardon, at a total of 702 pounds on one side of the ring. Sweet brown sugar, beautiful Bobby Eaton, the New York Dolls, Rick McGraw, and the Dream Machine with their manager, Jimmy Hart. Now, on the other side of the ring, the total is 897 pounds. From Vero Beach, Florida, Terry Taylor. From Montreal, Canada, Jacques Rougeau. From Florida, Buddy Landell. And from Columbus, Ohio, Bobby Fulton. Eight-man tag team match. We will do our very best to keep up with the action here, but we've got Sweet Brown Sugar, Bobby Eaton, Rick McGraw, and Dream Machine going up against Bobby Fulton, Buddy Landell, Terry Taylor, Jacques Rougeau. Jimmy Hart on the outside. He has the New York Dolls are the WWA tag team champions. They defeated uh, Spike Huber and Steve Regal. Not that one. A few weeks ago, and obviously Bobby Eaton and Sweet Brown Sugar are no longer the AWA Southern Tag Team Champions as they lost those titles to the fan the fabulous ones. So Sweet Brown Sugar is going to start for his team. Green tights, white boots, Buddy Landell. 
He's dark-haired Buddy Landell, he's not blonde yet. He is wearing uh, black trunks, black boots. Exploration of time match, there could be one fall, there could be ten falls. Colin over a tight by Sweet Bunch, pushes Landell into the corner. Oh, smashed him with a forearm, but Landell hit him back with her right hand. Eight-man tag. Chaos, this is going to be for sure. Pandemonium, as Jimmy Hart called it. Both men circle. Colin Abel tie up. Side headlock by Sugar. Push off by Landell. Oh, shot tackle by Sweet Man Sugar. Off the leapfrog by Landell. Hits a... Oh, he's got him up in a power slam. Oh! Dumps him to the ground, does Landell. Picks up Sweet Man Sugar. Side headlock. Tags in Terry Taylor, red trunks, white boots. Side headlock by Taylor, sweet brown sugar tags in Dream Machine, black trunks, white boots, gets taken over by Heptos. Scoots to the outside. Dream Machine now back in. Colin Elbow pushes Taylor into the ropes. Irish whip reversed by Terry Taylor. Lee, big back drop, big back drop. Dream Machine goes scurrying over at the corner. Tags in Bobby in green tights, white boots. Terry Taylor in there still. Bobby in Colin Obo type was a bit dubious there. Wreck of the eyes by Eaton. Big right hand. Terry Taylor with a flurry of right hands, tags in Jacques Rougeau, red trunks, white boots, Irish whip by Taylor, drop kick by Rougeau. The future Mountie now, taking it to Bobby Eaton, but Bobby Eaton with a quick right hand takes back the advantage. Irish whip by Eaton, back body drop by Eaton. Bobby Eaton now with Rougeau, once again Irish whips him. Goes for the back drop again, but Rougeau scurries out of it and hits a drop kick. Rougeau on the second rib on the inside. Was going for that second rib drop kick, but he Eaton just about saw it and scurries out of the ring. Having a conference with his tag team partners and manager Jimmy Hart, who is not happy with Jerry Calhoun. Eden dives out of the ring. Boy, the first family's upset. Rick McGraw now in. Black trunks, black boots. Going up against Jacques Rougeau. Jacques Rougeau tags in Landell. Landell takes down Rick McGraw. One. Side headlock now by Landell. Rick McGraw pushes him off. Shoulder attack by Landell. Off the ropes. Taken down by a. Nope. Lovely. Rick McGraw took him down with a side headlock, but then Landell got him with the head scissors. McGraw goes for a drop kick, but Landell just held onto the ropes. Rick McGraw hit nothing but canvas. Oh! Buddy Landell with a stomp. Reverse chin lock tags in Bobby Fulton. Blue trunks, white boots. McGraw tags in Sweet Brown Sugar. Brown Sugar, Bobby Fulton, Colin Ebert, tie up. Side headlock by Fulton. 
Cinching it in. Bobby, oh no, Bobby Eaton's now in. All eight men are in. Absolute chaos here now, as we would expect. All eight men are in, brawling with each other. Jerry Calhoun has lost control of this match for sure. There's a chair in, there's a chair in. Sweet pressure goes, nope, there's, cane, there's a chain, there's a cane, there's everything's in. The chair was brought in as a distraction while Bobby Eaton used the cane on Bobby Fulton. Sweet Brown Sugar now with Bobby Fulton working over the arm. Tags in Sweet Brown, sorry, tags in Bobby Eaton. Lovely tag team manoeuvres here by Sugar and Eaton. Big right hand by Rick McGraw on the outside. Bobby Fulton down and in trouble. Irish whip now by Bobby Eaton. Straight kick to the gut of Bobby Fulton. Tags in Sweet Brown Sugar. No tags in Dream Machine. Dream Machine now in. Whips Bobby Fulton into the ropes. Big lariat by Dream Machine off the ropes. Misses the elbow drop. Bobby Fulton trying to get that tag but doesn't get it. Bobby Fulton thrown into the knee of Bobby Eaton as Bobby Eaton is tagged in now. Fast paced action as you'd expect here in an eight man tag on Memphis television. Sweet Brown Sugar tagged in. Drops the elbow on Bobby Fulton. Bobby Eaton drops one as well. Eaton giving some kicks to uh, Bobby Fulton as he leaves the ring. Bobby Fulton thrown into the knee of Rick McGraw, who's now. Nope, not tagged in. Bobby Eaton's in. Big power slam by Bobby Eaton. All eight men back in the ring. Rick McGraw came in and pinned Bobby Fulton for some reason, even though he wasn't a legal, legal man. Joe Calhoun was never going to count it anyway. Sweet Brown Sugar following the snap. Mare gets the three count on Bobby Fulton. Here in the first ball, remember it's an expiration of time match. We are going to check our time and see how much we've got left. We'll be back with you in a moment. I mentioned uh, earlier in the uh, eight-man tag team match that when, when you have an eight-man match, just expect more than two people to be in that ring uh, many, many times. We saw it there today. The uh, the way it ended up, a little confusion there at the end, but in case you did miss it, it was Sweet Brown Sugar getting the pin over Bobby Fulton after Fulton had really been worked over by uh, all of the first family members. Fulton uh, helped out of the ring by his partners, and uh, we uh, do not have time, by the way, to get a, a, a second fall underway. Uh, we could get them started, but about the time we got them in the ring, got it sorted out who was supposed to start the second fall, it'd be time to ring the bell. So we're not going to start the second fall. Uh, as a result, the win uh, in the fall and the match will go to so the So that's it, family. ladies and gentlemen. There is no more time on the uh, episode, and there is uh, no more time left for us as we are ending this episode on a, a low, if you're a Bobby Fulton fan. So we've just covered the 16th of October to the 30th of October 1982. Next, As of next week, we will be back to our usual weekly episodes. So this is the last of the Megasodes. But hopefully you've enjoyed as we have covered a large period of time in a short uh, a weekly. And we've covered uh, 
five or six months basically four or five months in uh, three in four weeks so that has been it so we have just covered episode that's been episode 91 of the uk's number one and only memphis wrestling related podcast the memphis continental wrestling cast i have been your host as always mr luke jennings please do not forget to follow us on twitter at memphis cast don't forget to follow the network at ptbn wrestling on twitter home of great shows such as Talking WCW NWA Saturday Special, The Monday Night Project. Uh, As of last week, there is a brand new podcast dedicated to the independent wrestling promotion Game Changer Wrestling that has uh, been out. Um, There is new brand new shows basically put out on a daily basis, so do not forget to follow the the network. And uh, thank you very much to Lance Russell and Dave Brown. Thank you very much to the fine folks of Memphis, Tennessee. And until next time... When it's spring again, I'll bring again Tulips from Amsterdam With a heart that's true, I'll give to you Tulips from Amsterdam I can't wait until the day you fill These eager arms of mine Like the windmill keeps on turning That's how my heart keeps on yearning For the day I know we can Share these tulips from Amsterdam of mine like the wind keeps on turning that's how my heart keeps on yearning for the day I know we can share these tulips from Amsterdam share these tulips from Amsterdam